tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. And it's three days to join East National Dialogue on Illegal Mining. Good evening and welcome to Newsnight. Tonight, brace yourself for intense fight back. Tonight, former Auditor General Daniel Domelovo charges Special Prosecutor Kisie Jabing to toughing up for more grand schemes to undermine his office. I think this is a wake-up call for him. And uh, I want to also advise him that he should know that it's going to be more. Now, I think this is the warming-up stage. Hmm. Uh, as he goes into holding people accountable... We'll get to hear from the Ghana Bar Association on that grand scheme that the special prosecutor talks about in the judiciary. Now, tonight, no first year should report to school. Speaker of Parliament directs as he holds the education minister with a charge to reverse decision for first year SHS students report to school on Monday, barely a week after school placement was announced. To hold on. In other words, the students are not to report. And the minister should be here on Monday to brief the house. In other words, we agree that it's not proper for the academic world to resume Monday. I mean, it's not even practicable. They will go there and there will be a lot of frustration. We'll get to hear uh, the details live from Parliament and reactions as well. And in business, Bank of Ghana pegs total transaction for more money transaction for last year at a little over one trillion. Ghana cities. And as for Ghana Black Queens are poised to overcome Namibia in the last round of qualifiers for the 2024 Women's African Cup of Nations. We have that and more in tonight's edition of Newsnight. Please do all to join us with your thoughts and comments via WhatsApp 055 You're watching live on Facebook, also on X. You can leave your comment there with the hashtag Newsnight. I am MFA Paul. Uh, my name is Evans Mason. We start tonight from what the, has been a big story since yesterday for my audience to General Daniel Demelabu is wading into that controversy now are urging the special prosecutor Kisei Jabeng to brace for stiff resistance as he steps up attempts by his office to fight corruption and related offences. Well, the special prosecutor Kisei Jabeng yesterday alleged a grand scheme by some judges to dismiss cases brought before the court by his office. Mr. Kisei Jabeng told journalists at that news conference yesterday that there's a developing trend of some judges skewing cases against the OSP which has the potential to hamper the fight against corruption. 
there appears to be a developing trend of rather regressive and dismissive judicial decisions in respect of cases involving the OSP with troubling consequences. And it seems to us that a careful examination of these outcomes portends a disturbing specter that the fight against corruption is being hampered to the disbenefit of us all. And I do not say these things lightly. Four instances will suffice. In one case, the OSB applied to the High Court for a confirmation of a freezing order in respect of a deceased person's estate. The judge refused to confirm the order by, in effect, holding that the OSB had come too late since the person of interest had died and that his death had extinguished the inquiry commenced after the occurrence of death. We publicly commented on this outcome. And the danger of this outcome is obvious, members of the press. It is to the effect that a person may, in his lifetime, acquire property through corruption, and then, upon his demise, happily pass on the corruptly acquired property to his estate, and by so doing, extinguish all scrutiny as to the propriety or otherwise of the acquisition of the property, because his corrupt activities were not discovered during his lifetime. Well, so that's um, Kisie Jabing yesterday. And among others, we heard him also talk about how judges are ganging up against him. But former Auditor General Daniel Domelevo says the special prosecutor must stuffing up for more schemes to undermine his office. He spoke on the Super Morning Show. I don't think so. Uh, let me say that uh, I generalize it. But okay. there are exceptions. Hmm. There are several situations in which you see the court has done uh, the right thing. But what I said was a generalization. He may need to go a bit further for us to know whether the court has actually ganged up against him or not. Especially when he's able to tick, uh, dot all the I's and cross all the T's or tick all the boxes. I'm sure that he has no procedural issue. But I, I know the judges and the lawyers will tell you that procedure is very important. So I think this is a wake-up call for him. And uh, I want to also advise him that he should know that it's going to be more. Now, I think this is the warming up stage. Hmm. Uh, as he goes into holding people accountable, the fight. Hmm. Uh, I think uh, our connection. Well, so that's um, uh, Daniel Domelevo there uh, speaking this morning on the Super Morning Show. Well, co-chair of the Citizen Movement Against Corruption, Edem Senanu, backed calls for the special prosecutor to stand firm and not be intimidated by ploy to discourage him in his campaign to make corruption an unattractive venture. When you fight corruption, corruption fights back. So there would be different levels of individuals and institutions who are not happy with the effort uh, to ensure that you minimize and uh, as it were try and eradicate corruption. I think that what is required is a mindset that one should just continue to robustly deal with these issues that as they come up and not be intimidated, overwhelmed by things that happen. And I think that that's the way to go. So um, you will not have a situation where people make it easy for you to deal with this fight. But the, the longer we keep at it, and when we put play a much more greater, put a, a, a lot more emphasis on nurturing integrity and honesty uh, that will help reduce the incidents where 
people feel frustrated when they are fighting corruption. What matters is just ensuring that the evidence you put out, uh, because whether he's right or wrong, will be determined by a case-by-case analysis of the facts of the specific issue or scenario in question. Um, and as he adduces those facts for others to also look at, you can then draw a conclusion as to whether there's a particular trend emerging where one institution uh, appears to be frustrating or impeding the work of the office. And there's a grave concern, as you can see, a former Auditor General talking about this, the anti-corruption campaigners who are talking about this. But there are a few parts of what he said yesterday that has resonated with a lot of people causing the major controversy. And this is the part where he alleges that there may be a conspiracy uh, on, the behalf, on behalf of some of the judges to, to gang up against him. This policy is as novel as the office itself. And much like every aspect and operation of this office, the policy has generated public debate on its propriety or otherwise. Those who applaud this policy of transparency see it for what it is, public information and assurances of the position of the office on the fight against corruption and nothing more. Those who decry it see it as an attack on the judiciary. Indeed, I have had several calls from well-meaning lawyers admonishing me that they have heard talk that our friends who have been elevated to the bench and presiding over cases in court do not take very kindly to criticism, especially of the public calling out variety as we do. And that if the office persists in the media releases, the judges will gang up against the office and throw out all our cases. Mind you, members of the press, collective admonition is from very senior and experienced lawyers who are men and women of the world. And before we can bring in now uh, the spokesperson for the Ghana Bar Association, uh, Savia Kuje joins us right now. Savia, thanks for your time here on Newsnight. Thank you very much and thank you for having me. And you know what they always say that the uh, GBA is the unofficial mouthpiece for the judiciary. What's your take on what we heard yesterday uh, from the OSP? Well, the position we have is that his approach is not the most appropriate. He's a seasoned lawyer. He had gone to court, and a court of first instance had delivered a decision not in his favor. I would have expected him to exhaust the legal process maybe by filing an appeal against the decision of the court of first instance, even up to the Supreme Court, and even invoke the review jurisdiction of the Supreme Court. For instance, when Dr. Opuni's case was uh, to be reheard altogether, uh, the decision of the High Court, Attorney General went to the Court of Appeal, and the Court of Appeal reversed it. Now, the OSP may have powers, but in enforcing those powers, he must also observe procedures. Because, for instance, if you're an employee of an organization and the organization has a handbook or manual that details step-by-step procedures to be observed before uh, dismissing a staff, and uh, there's evidence that the staff has uh, misconducted itself, and yet they didn't follow the procedure before dismissing him. When that dismissed, that gets to court. The case will go against the organization. So I think that he should have exhausted the legal process 
before coming out because even if the allegation is that judges are gunned up have gunned up against his office once he has evidence he could have filed a process to lead his evidence for in the superior court for the court to determine but he also raises fundamental issues around some of the decisions of the court, including one about whether or not he can investigate suspects. And he says that's not the remit of the courts. No, you see, that is more, the more reason why he ought to have followed the legal process to the letter. Because if you think a judge had given a decision in excess of his jurisdiction, he knows what to do. You don't organize a press conference. You follow the legal process to the end and you say follow the legal process to the end but this yes. is this clearly if you listen to him he, 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 he feels he's being frustrated and he is not only talking about one judge he, in essence referring to the entire judiciary he's almost having said it categorically but you sense he's he's lost faith in the judiciary itself and that's why he's taking this case to the court of public opinion uh, Evans, I would disagree with him and that is unfortunate because we have a, a cost structure in, in Ghana from the High Court, for instance, go to the Court of Appeal and the Supreme Court. I am not sure he's exhausted the processes up to the Supreme Court to the extent of even invoking the review jurisdiction of the Supreme Court. So he may look frustrated. You know, we all do our work with certain expectations. But you know, a judge says that you're not a judge. You can only make your case. If the judge appeared not to have understood you and gave a decision contrary to your expectations, you invoke the process by following, by either going on appeal or do whatever you can do for that decision to be reversed. Should the appellate court uh, find reason in your argument? Now, Sylvia, considering that the OSP is one of you, you may be the unofficial mouthpiece of the, the judges, I should say, but knowing that he's one of you and has made these comments, he's, he's frustrated in the fight against corruption. Is there a particular process, anything that will be triggered as an, uh, knowing that he's made these comments? You've, you mentioned that you disagree with him, but what really will happen going forward, you'd say? Well, he's one of us. You see, our process as lawyers hinges on consultation. So maybe you have to call him. That because the concern I have is that there is no evidence that he had exhausted the legal process. If he had done that, that would have been a different matter. Then maybe we can now go to the chief justice and say, look, this is what is happening. But there are procedures to be observed, processes to be followed. It had not been followed. But so I'm surprised that you take a position, Mr. Kuje, I'm surprised yes. you take a position when this man made these comments 24 hours ago, the Bar Association has not heard from him and taking a position. No, you see, these are court proceedings. I don't, we don't need to hear from any lawyer. Every lawyer knows that when you send a case to a court of first instance and you disagree with the decision, for instance, the decision that he could not investigate certain offenses, he should have gone ahead to the court of appeal to try to reverse that decision. If he doesn't succeed, then he goes to the Supreme Court. If he doesn't succeed, he revokes the, uh, invoke, the review jurisdiction of the Supreme Court. That would have been exhausted. So for me, I think that it's too, it was too early for him to have expressed his frustration because he had not concluded the process. But considering that this is a man frustrated about the fight against corruption, the Bar Association ought to be concerned if somebody who has been put in charge is frustrated in fighting corruption. Are you not worried also? No, we, we may be worried, but is, is the timing of the frustration relevant? If the Supreme Court had delivered a verdict on the very decisions that he's uh, worried about, that would be another matter. But what we are saying is that 
uh, higher courts are there. Why didn't he just go there saying that, oh, this lower court didn't understand my argument. So look at it and see what you can do about it. That's why I gave you the example of the attorney general. When the high court said uh, Dr. Opulis case should be started all over, the attorney general went to the court office and the court office disagreed with the high court. What does this do to the public confidence in the courts? I, I don't think that uh, it does anything because I have always maintained that we need to educate people to understand how the judicial or the judicial process works. Yeah, but, but this, is coming from, is that this is coming from ex- a very is a lawyer. If you were some other public officer, I, would have, I wouldn't have had any issues at all. But this is a lawyer. He has every right. He, he may have issues, but the approach is what we are concerned about. You make the point he's a lawyer. He's not just a lawyer. He is the special prosecutor, a yeah. very seasoned, uh, passing seasoned lawyer in effect. Definitely, his concerns reinforces the, the, the public notion. If you look at all the survey done about confidence in the judiciary. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. It's low. It reinforces that concern, is it not? That there's something fundamentally wrong with the judiciary. That is why I am concerned that if we had exhausted the legal process, I don't think we would have been having this conversation. But here is a case where he had avenues to redress whatever his concerns are legally, yet he elected to hold a, a news conference or a press conference. What we say is that if this were coming from a lay person, where we would have assumed that the person did not know exactly what to do. But he is a, a lawyer of uh, high standing, very respectable lawyer. We expected him to have moved to the next day. If he didn't get what he wanted, then he could uh, organize his press conference. Even that, some of us wouldn't have done that because once you had exhausted the legal process, that ended it. You can only discuss this in your private capacity, maybe at home or something. Do we agree that anti-graft bodies ought to be in the public eye and be talking as often as possible. Yes, we agree. But the point is that people who are accused of even committing such offenses also have rights. That is why the court will insist that you follow procedure in investigating and prosecuting them. The court will insist on that. So my advice would be that all public institutions may have powers. But in using those powers, they should be mindful of the procedural steps that they will have to cross before uh, getting the results that they want. I heard you say finally and briefly that um, you will be calling the OSP. When will that be done? Well, it's one of us that we, are, we, we can't even call any time from now. That is if you are now invitation just to give him the, the, the support. Yes. And he definitely has the GBA supporting his fight against graft? 
why not? Why not? Who will be the first people to say that corruption is a good thing? Why not? I am one person who always says that a judge can never convince me that he's been compromised. Unless you are not serious. How can they compromise the judge? It means you don't even know why you are there. Because certain offices are not just for anybody. So if you are not a man of integrity, don't even take up the appointment as a judge. Don't even apply. We're grateful. That's Savia Kuje, speaks for the Ghana Bar Association. Another leg of this whole press conference uh, from the special prosecutor is the issue about payroll fraud. And this is something that we've been fighting for some time now. Thankfully, Mr. Kusibuafu, CEO of Public Sector Reforms, joins us. But my colleague Elton Brobe captures everything for us. Kisiyajabin announced the start of investigations into the public sector payroll. He only repeated what was said by his predecessor Martin Amidu five years ago. The Auditor General's office and my office, so we have agreed that while he's doing his work during the payroll audit, when he finds any suspicions of the commission of crime, he would signal us so that we will move in immediately and begin an investigation. So by the time the exercise is finished, if there are people who have committed any corruption or corruption-related offenses, we will deal with them together with their self-seeking collaborators. Perhaps same script, but different cast today. The OSB has commenced corruption risk assessment and investigation into suspected corruption and corruption-related offenses in respect of Government of Ghana Payroll Administration. The assessment and investigation are especially aimed at isolating and removing non-existent names, recovering wrongful payments, and the prosecution of persons suspected to be culpable for any offenses. But the search for the ever-evasive massing ghost on the public payroll didn't start today. Successive governments announced different methods to keep the ghosts at the cemetery, but success continued to elude the nation. Indeed, in January this year, the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission announced a similar exercise, which is still ongoing. Here is Chief Executive Officer of the Commission, Ben Arthur. We want to be sure that this year all public sector institutions that are receiving their pay directly or indirectly from government subvention will take first steps to sanitize their payroll. According to the Ghana Statistical Service, there are 688,000 people on the public payroll and government spent over 45 billion cities on their salary and other allowances in 2023. The figure, according to the 2024 budget, is expected to hit 57 billion cities. Former Auditor General Daniel Demelevo and the Director General of the Internal Audit Service, Dr. Eric Odosai, thinks something must be done about the public payroll. The payroll bill is becoming too big and there's an increased allegations and findings from some of our audits on people using the payroll as a means of making enhancing or making their personal economic recovery programs the issues of missing names the issues of unknown names the issues of people with different dates of birth the issues of people using other people's vehicles for car maintenance allowance and all of that we are not going to chase the ghosts for the ghost to come back. But will Kisiye Jabim and his team be successful to read the payroll of ghost names? Time will tell. Elton Brobe for Joy News. Well, the Civil and Local Government Staff Association, uh, Ghana Clocksack, says they are fed up with the never-ending investigations on the public payroll. Executive Secretary Dr. Isaac Bampado uh, speaks on the subject. 
And this idea of ghost lane goes to go to. We've heard it too much, too much. We have permanent department units and our Minister of Finance do biometric all in the name of ghost name. We have validation where a third party they are doing validation for salaries all in the name of ghost name. Consultants that have been awarded in the name of ghost names, they are too much. They should change their strategies more. We are fed up of this every time ghost names. Who has been prosecuted in this country, in Ghana, of having put ghost names into the, in the, onto the payroll? They should tell us. And thankfully, like I said, we have uh, Mr. Kusibuafu, who is the CEO of Public Sector Reforms, joining us on the line. We are grateful for your time. So we've been hearing from the workers. We, at the last count, we had Auditor General, the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission. They say it is currently ongoing. The Auditor General itself, now the OSB also joining the fray in terms of cleaning this particular payroll. You lead this Public Sector Reform Secretariat. What really is the status of all these that we've been seeing in terms of harmonizing all the auditing that is going on when it comes to the public sector payroll? Thank you very much. Uh, what I can say is that uh, it's true, the payroll has suffered a lot from people tax, uh, tagged as ghosts, but we believe that ghosts live in the cemeteries. In fact, if you consider monies that we pay to such ghosts, it will be in the hoofing range of about $5 billion every year. And that is big enough for a small country like Ghana. It is taking a huge toll on our budget. And that is a very serious problem for all of us and a very serious concern. Now, what we have seen is that... Uh, the persistent existence of this ghost name on our payroll is as a result of largely a syndicated form of T3 that people collaborate. So sometimes it's a deliberate ploy to take money from the state by a group of persons ranging from several, several ranges in the system. Either the person will not report early enough for the name to be cleaned, or the name will not be removed at all, and the syndicate aggregate somewhere to share the boutique. This is what has lived with us for a very, very long time, especially during the period that we were doing manual validation. It was a very serious canker then. Now, as we move forward, the measures we need to take are through a means by which the names could be removed automatically from the payroll. As head of public sector, we have gone around several countries. Other countries have such a, had such experiences in the past. Now, they are far better than what we see here. And not reinventing the wheel, we believe that there are certain things that when we put in place will help all of us. For instance, why can't we capture all persons on the government payroll biometrically. 
that should be the first. Why can't but, we but these get are, these are things pay? that we've heard before, Mr. Kusibuafo. Yes, this biometric process. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm coming now with the processes that we are doing. We need to get their database and immediately connect them, building that data integration. We need the National Health Service in place for which we are doing now. We have the national identification. We have control and accountant general. We have fair wages. We have the various ministries and agencies. We have them. When we have a database like this, for instance, what if a person dies, immediately the data is entered by the registrar of birth and death, it triggers automatically into a system to inform all the other agencies that are connected with the person that the person is dead and that the person's salary is automatically truncated. You don't need somebody to come and report to you A, B, C, and D is dead before you wait and get confirmation wherever you will get it from and you may not know whether the person will even do the confirmation for you. You don't wait for that. When the person dies, mm -hmm. there is a death certificate for the person. The person is entered as a dead person. Why is this information not get to control accountant general so early? Why shouldn't it at the same time get to NIA and at the end of the day, the controller and central general getting a signal will inform the bank simultaneously that ABCD is dead and that his salary had been suspended. And I'm hearing you give us all the fine ideas and this will be not, not be the first time that we are hearing it. Why is it difficult to implement? It is being implemented. That is why I'm saying that a system is in place. Just last week, a contract of that nature mm. was given out for a system to be built. Mm. To get that database ecosystem in place. So from now onward, any Ghanaian who has not gotten a Ghana card, Control Accountant General started mentioning that it, it, it would start two, three years ago, there was a news, and there was Hula Balu. As to why the such an issue without the union being informed, but let me honestly tell them that any worker with that Ghana card must begin to look for a Ghana card. Otherwise, from next year onwards, an issue of a Ghanaian not having a Ghana card, not fully validated, will not receive a salary. Finding the ghosts now from, from, from now on where all the ghosts will be found, you're saying? No, I'm telling you that there is a time. That is why I'm telling you that now a budget has been read. We all know as for the year, I hope it is ending. That is why I'm saying that from next year onwards, quite recently, fair wages and control accountant general conducted piloted a system like that for us to see. Somebody who died about 10 years ago was still on the payroll. Somebody who died about 7 years ago that I even attended his funeral, I found his name there. Why is it so? 
somebody might be collecting the money. Definitely, money will not flow from the consolidated account jump into your pocket. Somebody will push it into an account. And somebody might have signed a check or might have have an arrangement with the bank to take that money. If that is so, then the issue is that just like now the OSP is coming in to introduce the legal side. There must be legal punishment of all those syndicates within the chain, along the chain of all these problems. So that when people are being prosecuted in Ghana here, without prosecution and surcharging, they won't see it as a problem. Okay, we are grateful. That's Mr. Kusibwa for the CEO of Public Sector Reform Secretariat there um, speaking to us on this uh, particular concern also raised by the OSP. And he references the work being done by the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission. Thankfully, we can speak to the Chief Executive Officer, Ben Arthur, who joins us now. Mr. Arthur, thanks for your time here on Newsnight. Uh, thank you very much. And good evening to all of you. Uh, and good evening to all your listeners as well. And what's the status of your own uh, payroll monitoring that you started sometime? Uh, uh, it's still ongoing. So far, we have been able to cover uh, the Greater Accra region, Western, uh, Volta, Central, and the two regions. Uh, it's still ongoing with the other institutions that have. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Across the country. Uh, currently, we are collecting data on the other regions. But when it comes to local government service, uh, we collected all the data nationwide and then uh, we are left with a number of regions to, to go. When do you hope to finish? Uh, in fact, for fair wages, it is not an exercise to be finished. We have actually created a whole uh, unit called payroll monitoring unit. So it's a nationwide one that uh, in times past we were not able to embark on, but now we're embarking on. So it's not an exercise to see at all. Because as we continue to determine uh, allowances and other benefits, you must continue to monitor to see if this implementation is being done the right way whether it's been abused or others are being abused. So for clarity, you have the payroll monitoring, but you're also doing a payroll audit. Is that what it is? Uh, in fact, an uh, uh, audit is one of the instruments for monitoring. <laughs> when you say payroll monitoring, audit is only one of the instruments used for monitoring. Monitoring can be a, a, a mere observation. And so auditing is only one of the tools that one uses for monitoring. Yes, but you are but you are you are implementing an, a nationwide audit now. Pardon? But you are implementing a nationwide audit. Oh, oh yes, it's monitoring, and monitoring means that sometimes it's not just the auditing, sometimes investigation. We have had to give vehicle numbers and 
tentative for further investigation. So it's not just the autism. And what have you found so far from the monitoring? Oh, that we found a lot of details that uh, for some of them, uh, we are dealing with their respective management to deal with the matter. So I will not be able to put uh, institutions and particular findings uh, here. It will not be fair. It is when they fail to deal with the matter that we want to bring. But broadly, to, what are you uh, discovering? But broadly, broadly speaking, uh, one of the key things that we want uh, pay and and those who are administering the pay to also help us deal with is that we have had instances where people have sold their vehicles. We have had instances where people have converted the use of their vehicles for commercial reasons and are yet collecting vehicle maintenance allowance. That is problematic. We have people, a number of them who have still received uh, uh, accommodation allowance or rent allowance and yet occupy official bungalows. So any time we have had the occasion to come across any of these, we take it. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, Sir Arthur. I'm grateful uh, that you joined us with that update on the work that you are also doing. And if you work in the public sector, I know uh, this is something you would have encountered uh, over the years. So listening to Newsnight on Joy, 99.7 FM, we are counting down to the National Dialogue on Monday. Ghana stands on the verge of an environmental and a health crisis. Our rivers, forests, and children are bearing the brunt of an illegal gold mining crisis. Their future, our legacy at stake. Join us for an urgent national dialogue and a call to action. Following the ITV's hotline documentary, Poisoned for Gold, together we gather. Experts, policymakers, and leaders united to save our land, our water, and our children. Be part of the solution. Tune in to Joy News, Joy FM, or join us online on the 4th of December, 4 p.m. at the Labadi Beach Hotel. Your voice matters for our nation's heart and health. Don't let this moment pass. Your engagement can change the future. This event is in partnership with the Ghana Chamber of Mines and WaterAid. And it is this Monday at the Labadi Beach Hotel from 4 p.m. And if I, on the back of that uh, Poison for Gold documentary series, that on erasasari.com, the journalist of the year, we are bringing stakeholders together for a major conversation. As we all know, illegal money is still a major matter. Uh, it is as if nobody's paying attention to it anymore, but, but we want to The reason why we are calling to action on this particular uh, forum is a national dialogue happening in three days, and we've been counting down to that. And like you said, the PAV and Sa journalist of the year, Irasa Sasari Donko, also leading this forcefully. And at the end of it, this will not be just another talk. We are hoping that at the end of it, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have a call to action for all of us um, to rally around. Is the bit about saving our children for me? Uh, because we've heard the scientists talk about how it's affecting in fact the food we eat the water we drink amongst others that goes without saying so we're hoping that at the end of it really um there will be a change yeah and you're invited it's from uh, 4 
uh, p.m. and it's going to be live here on the Joy, Joy News Channel on, on the Joy News Channel indeed and Joy 99.7 FM uh, and all our social media this. platforms as well indeed and as you know uh, as MFA had said we're going to have a communique on the, on the back of this and we'll be handing them over mm-hmm. to the duty bearers who will be represented there by the way uh, as we interrogate this right I'm, there. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to the presentation by uh, Professor Frimpon Wating who will mm-hmm. be walking us through um, the, the work and his own suggestions as to how you can deal with this and, and of course the EPA will be there so civil society groups we are doing this in partnership with water aid and the ghana chamber of mines and all of you who join us uh, both in person and listen to us on radio on journey channel also on across our social media page so we'll see you there uh, at labadi beach hotel the omani hall and george is joining us with business Hi, Evans, and uh, coming up in business, Bank of Ghana pegs total value of mobile money transactions for last year at a little over 1 trillion Ghana cities in latest payment report. And Ghana indicates preparedness to accept any new date put forward by external creditors over cut-off date for restructuring of the country's debts. The business news on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, kingdom books and stationery, syntax tanks, and Pepsodent Chuckle and Hebel. When you want to eat, just Momo it. Tired of the long queues in the supermarket? Pay with Momo. When you really want that beautiful new blouse, just Momo it. When you want to get a trim and get fresh to impress you know who, just Momo it. When you need to pay your utility bills and domestic staff, Chani Momo. When you want to send love to the family back home, send some Momo. Join the millions of MTN Momo users all over Ghana and live life the brighter way. So just Momo it. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase K and USD campus, UCC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302 764209 Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. 
call 0244-335-168, Kumasi 0505-555-666 or visit SyntexDH.com. Syntex Tank, a strong, a tough. Conflicts continue to arise in our world and it requires the right skill set to handle matters professionally, which is why the Kofi Annan International Peacekeeping Training Center, KAIPTC, offers a series of professional courses including conflict analysis and mediation, leadership and management in security organizations, and artificial intelligence in peace building. These courses are innovative, dynamic, interactive, and practical, tailored for professionals involved in peace building activities in Ghana and beyond. Apply now, government officials, NGOs, civil society representatives, researchers and academics, practitioners in peace and conflict resolution, technologists and data analysts in the peace and security sector, defense sector actors. Course duration 11 to 15 December 2023. For further inquiries, visit www.kaiptc.org or the KAIPTC premises. For over 10 years, Old Mutual has been touching lives in Ghana. Whether you're a trader or a student, an entrepreneur or an employer, or nearing your retirement, we have the right financial solutions tailored just for you. Contact Old Mutual on 030-7000-600 or visit our website on oldmutual.com.gh to learn more. And let's realize your financial freedom together. 10 years of greatness, here for a lifetime. Old Mutual, do great things every day. the luckiest, luck is everywhere, for everyone, yeah. Keep buying your luckiest ticket with star 712 hash as an individual, a group, an association, or even a community. And stand a chance of winning in the community draw or the ultimate draw on 23rd of December. Be the luckiest on star 712 hash and win millions. Ticket sale starts on October 4th, 2023 and draw date is on 23rd December 2023. Play responsibly, not for persons under 18 years. This promotion is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas platform. Win millions on Star 712 Hash. You welcome back to Business on News 9. Now the total value of mobile money transactions reached a little over 1 trillion Ghana cities for last year. This was captured in the Payment Systems and Oversight Annual Report for 2022 released by the Bank of Ghana. There is more in this report. The Bank of Ghana is putting out this report after an audit of the numbers covering mobile money transactions for last year. 
The report showed that in 2021, total transactions with 978 billion Ghana cities compared to the little over 1 trillion Ghana cities in 2022. The total amount of money that mobile money accounts have kept with commercial banks, according to the report, went up significantly to rate 13 billion Ghana cities ending December 2021. Airtime top-up, purchase of global system mobile communication product purchases, cash-in and cash-out came up as the top three in terms of channels used by subscribers for mobile money transactions. It also emerged that total cash-in transactions values, however, declined by 21% to 130 billion Ghana cities in 2022 compared to 165 billion cities in 2021. It is not clear for now whether electronic transactions charged rolled out by government impacted on this transaction for now. The 2022 payment oversight report also revealed that in the Bank of Ghana's quest to promote remote account opening, the regulator granted free banks approval to offer remote account opening for their customers. And that is the business tax report. Now, Finance Minister Ken Ofreata has indicated that Ghana is open to a new date that the external creditors may propose on restructuring of the country's debt. China's push for December 2020 as the cutoff date instead of December 2022. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Delayed IMF board meeting on Ghana and the release of some $600 million. The finance minister has been speaking to journalists in a crowd today on the sidelines of the Securities and Exchange Commission program on capital market. I think it's been well incorporated in the, I mean, certainly for us, we can manage, you know, either way. So the issue is for the, the membership of the OCC to get comfortable with how it impacts them. Is it true that China wants a new TSA given that growth, inflation, exchange rate of all the growth? No, but the DSA is always um, uh, an issue where anybody can raise the issues of the projections of uh, foreign exchange going forward. You can raise issues on the variable of the GDP. You can raise issues of inflation. So that's not new with any formula that you have. The question is to come to an accommodation of what you all believe will be will fairly reflective of the future. How soon do you expect um, I hope that, you know, by the end of next week, you know, we'll have what we need so that the, um, the fund board can sit. Is China the drag back? I think everybody is looking at comparability of treatment in the and China and France certainly are coaches, um, so they have um, a good impact on what will happen. Um, but we should be okay. Finance Minister Ken Ofoyata. Now, financial economist Professor Lord Mensah is warning of some serious economic cost of delays in approving the 2024 budget. It is coming after the Speaker of Parliament, Abin Babin, ruled today that the budget is still before the House and it hasn't been approved yet. He also added that the budget could be considered next week. Professor Mensah argued that these developments are not good for the economy. I think we should we should appreciate you know the economic costs in such delays. You know, as we speak now, the finance minister is waiting for 
the, the about 260 uh, 257 billion to be released from the consolidated account to start you know economic activities to release funds to the mmdas the sorry the the MDAs, uh, ministries and agencies and all those. And essential that the, 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 the country needs because, you know, the country is like a life wire. We need some essentials to survive. So the more we delay, the more uncertainty, you know, I mean, we try to hang on the economy. And as a result of that, can breed economic instability. So I think I mean, parliament, both sides should, you know, sit down. But the surprising thing is that you did not get the true representative of the, of the majority side. Financial economist Professor Lord Mensah. Now, more business associations are opposing moves by government to restrict the importation of some items. The latest is the Vehicle Asset Dealers Union of Ghana and the Chamber of Automobile Dealership Ghana. It's president of the chamber, that is Nana Edubon Suijikum, tells Joy Business they expect broader consultation with government and clarity on this policy. The blanket directive as it stands now lacks clarity and a comprehensive consideration of the difficulties and dynamics within the automobile industry. So we are advocating for a more detailed and consultative process that will take into account the diverse challenges and contributions of stakeholders in the sector. We are not against government policy. We want deeper consultation on these very issues that have come up. We want clarity on what constitutes motor cars under the airline so that together we can fashion out a more detailed comprehensive approach in bringing this policy to fruition president of the chamber of automobile dealership ghana nana edubon sujikum now some players in the building and construction industry are called for the reduction on import duties according to them the reduction of these duties will make building materials affordable and further reduce the cost of real estate in the country speaking to joy business david forson managing director of Bree engineering distributors of ox air conditioners made the call in a ceremony to showcase some products innovations to the stakeholders in the building and construction sector i believe the first thing is to help us with the duty rates because they are high and then it's discouraging importers from bringing air conditioners as of now we don't have manufacturing plants in ghana so we just have to rely on imports so if the governments could help us at least reduce the imports so that business will be easier for all of us so we organize stakeholders here involving um, building contractors building consultants air conditioning engineers and then technicians to tell them about what we have have Ox as an air conditioner brand, what we have for them. David Forsen is managing director of Aubrey Engineering to the stock market. If you had invested on the Ghana Stock Exchange from the beginning of this year, the average return is now pegged at almost 30%. And MFA, tonight on PM Express Business Edition, the argument about import restrictions mm-hmm. would just not go away. But tonight we're trying to assess whether the economy is ready for this or not. And we'll be engaging that as the general secretary of the general culture workers union at the Karawa, mm-hmm. chief executive of the Ghana Association of Industries and also economist Professor Ebu Texan to assess whether we are ready for this or not and also don't forget tomorrow is Farmers Day. Yeah. How can we support our farmers to help when it comes to food security? It's live on all our social media platforms at 9pm on Joy News 
Don't miss it. No, Any events as well. Something. Thank you so much, um, George. Um, some of your messages that uh, we can do sports. This one, uh, greetings from Anglo. Truly, as a Ghanaian, it will be too difficult for me as a parent to get all it takes to get my ward into the boarding school. That's one of the stories we'll be talking about shortly. Uh, I know also this one also says, my worry is what are the students going to learn before Christmas break? We also have one, Michael Semado from Anglo. He says, please, the president should cancel the reopening day for the year one students that are coming to school. And what is the special prosecutor expecting when he presents bad cases in court? And this one also, that's from Nanekuya Mwabwating. And this one from, uh, this one says the special prosecutor is only experiencing just a bit of what great Chachuchikata went through during the election petition and exclaimed they have sown the wind and will reap the whirlwind. And finally, Godwin in Kumasi says, I knew the GBA will come to chastise the OSP. If the courts have ganged against you, how would you go to the same people uh, for remedy? Let's do sports. Hello, Musbao. Hello, Mefa. Well, the Ghana Premier League is in some trouble because uh, its headline sponsor, Bet Bar, they would do their sponsorship for uh, the league. And they released a statement earlier in the day confirming that they have withdrawn their sponsorship for the league and are now focusing on player welfare. And by that, they mean they are going to increase the locker room bonus for all players, that's uh, teams that win uh, a game in the Ghana Premier League where players have been paid bonuses of 150 Ghana cities and now they will be receiving 400 Ghana cities. Now, the Ghana Football Association have also released a statement to confirm this new partnership with BetPower. Now, originally, the partnership with BetPower was supposed to fetch the Ghana Football Association some $6 million over three years. It started in August 2022 and after a year and three months, the uh, sports and firm says it's no longer interested in being the headline sponsor and will now only support the players and all also construct a pitch at the Ganaman Soccer of Excellence. Well, tomorrow the Black Queens are going to be in action and they'll be playing in Namibia in the final round of qualifiers for the 2024 Women's African Cup of Nations. And uh, Ghana, is uh, that comes on after victory over Rwanda in the last round. Well, the Black Queens have not been at the tournament since 2018 and Nora Hoptel says they are ready for the game tomorrow. Um, needs to be positive, uh, fortitude to be um, together um, fix some values and we said we wanna we are willing to go until the end and this is very important tomorrow that um, we follow this way. Um, tomorrow um, I know it's a holiday um, so I hope not everybody's traveled out of the city that everybody's traveled into our stadium. Um, yes um, I think we deserve uh, this this attention and, and we need also this this energy and spirit because it's home game and we have done a long travel for the away leg. So yes, I, I hope everybody's coming to the stadium and we support us. Hotel head coach of the Black Queens there tomorrow, 3 p.m. at the Craft Sports Stadium and at Free Gate. And if you might want to pass by and enjoy holidays, definitely. Thank you. After visiting Hotel Cheche, we'll be there um, as well. Now, Hotel speak of Cheche. Cheche, yeah, it's for the, the winner of um, the Who Loves Joy promo. Mm. Uh, we'll be talking about the it. Joy, we'll loyal there. listener. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we'll be there. Um, tomorrow. Now, Speaker of Parliament Alban Bagbing is directing the Education Minister Dr. Yawasi Educhum to reverse the decision for first-year SHS students to resume school next Monday, barely a week after the school placement was released. Well, the issue came up when the ranking member on the Education Committee, Peter Nochukotoy, made the statement. Both teaching and non-teaching staff in the senior high schools have not taken any rest. This is seriously affecting their health. It is therefore necessary to allow them some rest during this break to the end of the year. Mr. Speaker, 
many of the students will be traveling from far to their various schools and will only have to go back home two weeks after resumption for the Christmas break. It is not only appropriate that to avoid the risks and dangers associated with traveling during that first period, that GES should reconsider their decisions of making students report on Monday. And, and the speaker has intervened. Mm -hmm. After the debate, this is what the speaker said. Raise a very important point, but the issue is that it's so urgent that I'm not even sure that in myself... If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC leading leadership to try to contact the minister. We will succeed in doing so as early as possible. This is the appropriate time for us to rely on our key partner, the media, which can easily reach out to everybody to assist us. And that is why I'm referring to a release from the director of media relations to convey this as the position of the house the minister will hear it parents will hear it students will hear it tutors non-teaching staff they will all be informed to hold on in other words the students are not to report and the minister should be here on monday to brief the house in other words we agree that it's not proper for the academic work to resume Monday. I mean, it's not even practicable. They will go there and there'll be a lot of frustration, even to move. You yourself know the situation we are in now, to move from Accra to go to Boko, if your son is sent there, even to get money to the, during this unitary period, to be able to buy the items, to get glorified for them to move within this how many days three days that definitely is not practicable and so the call is for them to hold on in other words not to open until the matter is sorted out and we are proposing for the minister to consider the first week of january before coming to meet us on monday i think the fastest the quickest the easiest the cheapest means of doing this is through the media. That's why I gave the directive. Number three has spoken. And, and that's, we, that's the, precisely where we need to end it. Well, I'm sure the minister, I'm told that the minister G is, they're all talking about this. So we'll get to know. But parents want to know, really, what happens if um, you still take your water to school on Monday now that number three has spoken? Mm -hmm. um, these are answers that we have to get for you subsequently. So be looking out for the statement. So will you send your kid to school on Monday? No, number three has spoken. Okay. So I'll wait. Finito. Yes. Case closed. It's, it's done. It's done. Yeah. That's how we wrap up tonight's edition of Newsnight. Oh, but guess who is joining Alexis Bill for personality profile uh, later tonight? In fact, right after us is yeah. KOD. And who's that? Kofi Otredako. Okay. He's our guest.
You want to stay. I'm if I'm excited. Yes, I am very too. excited. I am too. Yeah. I am too. I'll be listening. <laughs> if you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.